All right, um, this should be fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take a little bit of a different approach to Mailbox Monday this week. Uh, for those of you who are loyal fans of Break the Marketing Secrets, you probably know Mailbox Monday as the weekly episode on Mondays, of course, you know, it's in the name, where I answer a question about copywriting, marketing, business building, and more. And this week, like none of the questions really spoke to me that, oh, turn this into a full episode. You can really go deep on this. So what I thought I would do was take a grab bag of recent questions uh, that I have received and, you know, just just come at them. And I think, you know, I think this is going to be a little bit of fun too, not just like uh, not just not just informative. So. Uh, with that, let's dive into my notes here. So don't forget that you can check the link in the description to ask me your question if you'd like to have it answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode. Uh, who knows? Next time I may devote an entire episode to one question or, you know, I may I may do what I'm doing today. So first question, what's crucial for copywriters to understand? Uh, asked, what's, what is crucial for copywriters to understand? Should a copywriter focus on the psychology of humans understanding what makes people click? Yeah, I mean, so much of copywriting is about that. It's about connecting with people. It's about understanding people. And we don't even have to like limit it to, to this idea or this field of psychology. And I think just limiting your copywriting to maybe a book on psychology or something is gonna be uh, very limiting. But just just understanding what is appealing to human beings who make up your market about whatever offer it is that you are are selling, promoting in your copy, right? How can you connect what you're doing, what you're offering with what they want and what they're willing to take action to get? And ultimately remember that it is about inspiring action. Copywriting is about inspiring action. It's getting people to respond, to buy in most cases, to buy from you uh, in response to the words that you put on the page. And like I said, you don't just want to study psychology. Uh, there are certainly plenty of people who've written about marketing, but also about selling. And uh, you can read about relationships. You can read about psychology, about self-improvement. You can read uh, all different um, all, all different subjects and topics and uh, areas of study that will enrich your copywriting. In fact, even just reading a lot of fiction uh, if fiction appeals to a large audience, there's some truth in that fiction, right? That's going to, um, that is going to translate into you being able to communicate with human beings better. Now, one particular book that I like in this regard is Method Marketing by Denny Hatch. And one major reason that I like this book, and by the way, it just got republished, so it's it's more easily available. It like the prices were kind of skyrocketing because it was such a a rare book before it got republished. But method marketing by Denny Hatch, like he he shows examples of people who had zero experience as copywriters who created campaigns that were wildly successful, as well as people who were professional skilled copywriters who also created campaigns that were wildly successful. And what he argues, um, and this is this is the reference in the title to, to method acting, is it's about getting in the head of your audience, right? And so, yeah, this is essential. I think that this is one of the best and most important books on copywriting, even though most people don't have it on their list and a lot of copywriters don't have it on their bookshelf. But this idea of just getting in the head of your audience is, is absolutely, absolutely crucial for copywriters. Um, 
And also one other thing that, that I would say here that I have in my notes is that it's really good to understand how businesses work, how marketing campaigns work. I worked in, in like a very small, like I worked in a marketing department where it was me. <laughs> the president was formerly in the marketing department. So, you know, it wasn't quite just me in marketing, but I worked in a marketing department where it was basically just me. And I had to learn all sorts of things about e-commerce, about, um, about offers, about database marketing, about um, copy, about design, about all these different things, about direct mail, buying ads, all of that. And it was a great way to start off my, uh, my career that, you know, spent a lot of years in copywriting and now is going back to more broad-based strategic approaches to, to marketing and running a marketing department as a fractional CMO. Um, but all of these things are important to understand. And if you have this broader base of how copy fits within a business, you're going to benefit. Absolutely. All right. How to write copy that converts or something like that. <laughs> Let's read this, this, uh, this question here. I found a product I want to promote. I have the affiliate link. Uh, I, I stuck at creating a lead and headline to start the sale message. I'm in need of a mentor to help me to learn how to write copy that converts. Um, what what I'd say here, like my first response to this question is, you're not ready for a mentor. Um, so many people think that they want a mentor, but really when I hear a question like this and I see it in the context of writing like this, um, and maybe this person has English as a second language and so it's not translating well. But so many people, when they're asking for a mentor in a context like this, like my, my impression is that they're just trying to outsource their success. And they're trying to outsource their success. They're trying to ask somebody who is already successful to basically just make them successful. And I get it. Yeah, I could get that you want that, but that's like not... It's not a viable thing. And from the perspective of people who are very busy with their careers, their lives, their businesses, like uh, it's just impossible to field all the requests and responses for people who just want you to make them successful, right? Um, to help them like have a career because they're not doing the work yet. So if you want to get a mentor, you need to become the type of person who um, is easily mentored, who attracts a mentor, who provides value to a mentor. And that's gonna start with getting a lot of experience on your own. Start by studying what works. And so like for this particular project, right? If you wanna write copy that converts on this particular project, uh, you wanna study that product. You wanna study competitors, right? Competitors as for similar products or similar offers or offers that make similar promises. You wanna study comparable non-competitive products. So it could be information products in multiple niches or it could be um, different particular products that appeal to the same niche. It could be, I don't know, what are, what are comparable non-competitive advertising um, to this particular product or offer, right? And so look at that. Uh, just study, study, study. You can study just generally what works in advertising. You can study the advertising classics. You can study what other copywriters have written for different um, different ads in all niches, right? Uh, and, and you want to learn. You want to become a better 
copywriter. And the way that you're going to become a better copywriter is not just by studying, but also by practicing. Like practice, 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 practice. So don't get stuck at creating a lead and headline to start your sales message. Like put anything on the page, put five uh, five headlines, put 10, put 100 headlines on the page, put, you know, five leads on the page and just start writing a bunch of different ones and see which one you like best. But more importantly, uh, if you're at all able, see which ones the market likes best. So put the different headlines out there, write them as blog posts and the leads as blog posts and see which ones get some gets the most clicks through. Right. Um, the, the goal is to just experiment a lot and to have practice writing. And the other thing that I'll say here is uh, you might want to use tools like Hemingway or like uh, Grammarly or even ChatGPT allows you to do this where you actually get it to, to correct your language. Um, and it, no matter why your grammar might be a little bit off or your spelling might be a little bit off, if you if you want to write copy that's going to convert in general, you don't want it to come across as um, distracting either because it's too flowery or it's too good or it's too bad or whatever. The writing itself needs to be invisible. Um, and, and so you do want to avoid especially any obvious grammatical errors. The writing wants to be needs to be invisible so your message can be what shines, by the way. Story selling and emails and social media. <laughs> by the way, like the the language that asked for these questions is what's your biggest question or challenge uh, regarding marketing and copywriting or something similar to that. So some of these are worded as questions and some of them really aren't. They're, they're worded more as maybe the challenge um, and some of them are not worded very well at all. Um, but this person wrote using stories to create content for social and emails. Using stories to create content for social and emails. Okay, I don't I don't like this question is so short and has so little context that I don't quite know how to help besides to go at a very high level. So um, these are lessons that are in my book, The Ultimate Selling Story, that are available in my Story Selling Masterclass. I teach the three pillars of highly effective story selling. So think about, okay, you want to use stories in social media. You want to use um, stories in email marketing. Think number one, what's the story, right? Like you, you have to tell a story that at least holds the, the reader's attention enough for them to get to the end where you're asking them to take action. It should probably also support that specific action, right? So storytelling is a component of it. But number two, the character that you are representing by the stories you tell should be attractive to the audience and should further their interest in doing business with you. And so um, if I tell a bunch of stories, I don't know, about fitness, it doesn't necessarily make you more interested in learning from me as a copywriter versus me telling a bunch of stories about my success and background in copywriting and marketing. So if my character is someone who is good at copywriting, who has a lot of wonderful experience as a direct response copywriter, who's worked with some of the best marketers in the business, I need to tell those stories versus something that's unrelated or irrelevant. And third, remember, story selling is ultimately about selling. 
it's an essential component and what makes it different than storytelling, which is primarily for entertainment. And so focus on the action you want them to take. Like, yeah, focus on that. And if the story doesn't serve that action, if it doesn't get them closer to the buying decision, if it doesn't move the buying process forward, then your stories are not doing a good job, right? Uh, and you know, for for lack of a different formula, I strongly suggest using my Paizo formula, which works well either to tell your own version of the story or uh, a client or customer like case study or story. Uh, so first, there's a problem, right? That that demands a solution. Maybe there's symptoms of a problem and you don't fully understand the, the problem yet, but you discover that there is a problem and then you agitate that. There's agitation of the emotion that that causes the person to want to solve the problem. So you experience this problem, this challenge, whatever, um, and it was so frustrating that you realized that you, you had to take action on it. You had to find a solution. But not all solutions work. Not all solutions work out for you. Maybe you bought different solutions and they didn't work, right? Or maybe you just compared solutions and didn't like the feature sets, right? And so you invalidate other solutions. And you can tell this from your perspective or from the customer perspective. Like I said, this is about going through the process that's gonna to lead to someone buying your product or service, right? So you invalidate the other solutions, then you define what the ideal solution looks like, the ideal solution that's going to roughly map to the buying criteria of your product or service, right? It's gonna to map to your feature set, the benefits that you provide. And then you ask them to take action, right? You ask them to take action. And that action, well, okay, you don't quite, if you're telling the story, you, dip, you, you, you tell the story of the action that was taken to get the result, but then that easily translates into, and my product and service is how you actually get this result at this point. Um, all right, moving forward. <laughs> this, I, I said my, uh, the, the question that this person meant to ask is how do I ask, you know, my, big, my biggest challenge or question about improving my marketing and copywriting is how to ask better questions. They literally just wrote, write email marketing, right? Write email marketing. Um, seriously? Uh, here's a little quote for you. The quality of your life will be dictated by the quality of the questions you ask and the quality of the thinking behind those questions. Who said that? Me. I just did. <laughs> um, so, uh, what is it like, right? How am I, how am I supposed to help you write email marketing? If that's like the extent of the question that you give me, ask better questions. And this applies to copywriting. This applies to the email marketing that you're going to write. Put more thought into what you are writing. <laughs> it's going to make you a better copywriter. It's going to make your email marketing better. It's going to make whatever you do better, right? And so many times, part of what makes my copy good is I ask the right questions either of myself or of a client if they're the person being represented in the copy. Or, you know, if you want to use ChatGPT to write your copy, a prompt is a question that you ask it, right? Uh, even if it's not worded like a question, it's a question that you ask it and it responds with whatever output. And so ask better questions there too. Here's a little lesson though tied to email marketing. There really are two types of emails um, and both of them can drive action but there are two, type of e two types of emails that are gonna move the, the sale forward. One is a relationship building email. It, it's going to build a relationship. And there can be an offer in this or not. Uh, this can definitely be a story selling type email, uh, you know, with add tip to that previous question. 
And the 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 power in this email is that it makes someone well, it makes them connect with your character in a deeper way, and it makes them more predisposed to doing business with you later. The other type of an email is the one that just gets a click, right? And the primary goal of this type of email is to get the click. It's just to ins inspire that immediate action to get someone to click through to the, uh, to the offer page, to the way that they check out. Now, for the most part, your actual selling is gonna happen after they click out of their email inbox. You know, email inbox is not a great place to do actual selling, right? But your email can build a relationship because that tends to be a shorter email, an email that um, is easy to engage in the inbox without them going all ADHD on you and, and you know clicking in the next email and the next and the next. Or, or it can just get a quick click and get them out of their inbox into your sales message in whatever medium or channel, probably your website, you have it placed. All right, somebody asked for uh, basically daily exercises for copywriting success, said, I'm looking for a career in copywriting. I wanna learn the right way, which will make me better every day. Write copy, put it in the market, get paid for it. You want a career in copywriting? Write copy, put it in the market, get paid for it. Write copy, put it in the market, get paid for it. <laughs> I'm being kind of blunt with these short questions, but you know, that's just, that's just how I'm feeling with these. Um, yeah, John Carlton had his get good, get connected, get paid. Um, and, and yeah, eventually that's, that's about getting paid well. Like if you want to get paid really well as a copywriter, you want to get really good first, which is about that right copy, put it in the market. Um, and early on, you're probably going to get paid for it, just not nearly as much as you think, you know, a great copywriter should earn because you're not a great copywriter yet. yet. Um, so if you want to be a great copywriter, you got to write and write and write and write and write and you practice and you're going to learn some stuff and maybe you're going to go through my training, maybe you're going to go through free stuff, maybe you're going to read some old books, maybe you're going to go through other people's training, maybe you know, you're going to get a job where you just write a bunch of copy and somebody is giving you feedback on it. There's, there's lots of ways um, to learn to be a better copywriter, but none of them, none of the book learning <laughs> or external sources of learning are going to be enough if you're not writing copy and putting it in the market and early on you're going to get paid a little bit for it and later you're going to get paid more for it right and and that's uh, that's what it takes and just it's about that consistent consistent action and pursuit of um, ever greater skill and ability and then success that comes with that so my call to action for you at the end of this episode ask yourself how, how what's the most relevant lesson here and how can you use it going forward? You know, leave, leave a comment, you know, which one jumped out uh, for, for you. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. You can subscribe here. You can also check the links in the description to subscribe by email, which is the best place to get episode notifications and more exclusive content for email subscribers. If you have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming episode, yeah. I also include a link to that and I'll include a link to my book, The Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid, because, hey, most people who subscribe or or listen to me or watch my uh, my video versions of these episodes, most are copywriters and most want to know how to get paid more as a copywriter. And that book is a great place to start. It's about the business of copywriting, not just the skill, because, you know, both of those things matter. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll see you again in the next episode. See you soon. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.